Welcome to Ignited Goddess with Christine Duraki. Over the next hour, you will learn about the connection of mind, body, and spirit. Now, here is Christine. Welcome to the Ignited Goddess Show. I'm your host, Christine Duraki. I am an Ayurvedic health coach, yoga practitioner, and I've been in the beauty industry for over 30 years. On the show, we'll talk about health, wellness, and beauty in the mind, body, and soul. Today's guest is Pam Butler. With a lifelong passion for health and wellness, Pam Butler has risen above her past trauma and harnessed life's lessons to help others find bliss. For years, the wellness advocate traveled the country, leading classes, workshops, and seminars, particularly in yoga and meditation. As she embraces aging, she founded Pam Butler Wellness to help her peers stay active safely. Whether it's golf, pickleball, tennis, or simply going out for a run, Pam helps clients continue their favorite activities by hosting private and group sessions focusing on stretching, agility, and strength. She says age is just a number, and it's not work when you do it with passion and purpose. Welcome, Pam. How are you you today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. So would you like to tell us a little bit of your background and your expertise? So my background, I've always been um, very active, very athletic. Growing up, I was an athlete. And then in my 20s, I opened up a health club and everything was very um, physical for me very much a physical component of working out and conditioning. And when I got pregnant, I was um, in my early 30s and developed a condition called preeclampsia, which then Mm. turned into eclampsia. And they had to um, induce my daughter. And as she entered the birth canal, she stopped breathing. And when she came out, she was basically born dead. And she had to be revived, um, put on a breathing machine, given a blood transfusion. And then I started hemorrhaging on the table. So my husband at the time was kind of going back and forth between working, the doctors working on our daughter and me. And it was just a really traumatic experience. Um, First couple of days were super hard for me to not be able to see my baby and, you know, do all the you know, amazing new mom things. Um, And then three weeks after she was born, my dad unexpectedly passed away. And that just kind of sent me into an emotional tailspin. Um, And I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder and put on a lot of medication for that. And the medication really left me feeling a lot worse. Um, a mutual friend of mine and um, Deepak Chopra. Deepak is kind of the pioneer of mind-body medicine. My daughter's mm-hmm. 26 now, so fast forward 26 years, but rewind 26 years. And Deepak and the conversations that we have about yoga and Ayurvedic and mind-body connection weren't really top of mind awareness like they are now. So mm-hmm. I wasn't really familiar with yoga and meditation. And because I was more of a physical um, person with my workouts and whatnot, I, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but thought, okay, there's got to be a better way than what I'm doing now. 
So I flew out to California and met with Deepak and he put together a program for me and really got me, um, I would say mostly it was meditation, but also all the great body work that with the Ayurvedic, um, eating, yoga movement and whatnot. And I would say after about six months, um, I started to notice a big shift and I started having incredible night sweats. And I was too young at the time to be going through menopause or anything. But what we determined was happening um, was that I, through meditation, your brain releases, the neurotransmitters release serotonin and oxytocin naturally. And that's what's in medication. So I was taking so much medication and then meditating in addition to that, and my body was actually trying to detox from all of it. So over time, I was able to wean myself off of the medication. And that's how I really kind of launched into the whole mind-body Ayurvedic connection. And I got certified to teach meditation back in 1999. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's been a long, long time and quite a journey. But that's yeah. kind of how it started in a nutshell. I mean, that's an unbelievable story. Thank you so much for sharing it. I mean, that's a, a lot of heavy stuff. I, I mean, yeah. it was like a perfect storm of a situation. And it was, you know, just combining the traumatic childbirth with being a new mom as it mm -hmm. is. Um, and then, you know, of course, day by day, really wondering if Brittany will be okay, what long-term repercussions there could be, you know, myself trying to heal myself, then learning of my dad's condition. He was up in Philadelphia while I was in Florida. So um, I did have the opportunity while Brittany was still in the NICU to jump on a plane and go see him for the day, not mm -hmm. knowing that would be the last time I would ever go see him. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really, um, very challenging so, situation. Yes. I'll you say. learn from it. And, you know, one of the things that Deepak really has, um, instilled in me, and even as of recent, this past November, I lost my mom unexpectedly. And five days later, one of my best girlfriends, um, completed oh. suicide. So oh, it was wow. like another kind of like storm of really major events happening at the same time. And so I reached out to Deepak to talk to him about it. And he said, you know, that first perfect storm that you had, you wouldn't have found me. You wouldn't have found your passion and purpose. So you have to mm -hmm. try to find the gift. You have to try to find the lesson. And you mm -hmm. have to try to find a way that you can harness that pain and make it into something purposeful. Mm. So I think that's, you know, it's an interesting way to to look at a traumatic experience. But, you know, you can't change the traumatic experience from happening. All you can do is, you know, work on how you can accept it and move forward um, through it. Yes. And yes, and feel everything that you're feeling, go through that process mm -hmm. of the grieving, you know, don't not pushing it down. I mean, you had major trauma, you didn't have micro trauma. I mean, these are these are major traumas. So yes, the you need to do all the the grieving as well as seeing the light in it, you know, yes, yes um, for sure. But I have so many questions for you from that whole story. Um, so your daughter 
now that she's 26, I know that you have said that she also practices yoga. Did she? Yeah, so was that something that she was brought up with? Did she start practicing when she was a young child with you? I would attempt that, um, <laughs> but I would have to, most days, um, if I was going to a studio, I would have to kind of drag her kicking and screaming to go. Um, oh, really? was not was not something that came easily to her that she really um, took to early on. She was more into dance and theater and friends and being very social. Um, but her senior year of college was the year that COVID and lockdown happened. So she had to come home, um, what was it, like February, March of her senior year and finish up online. So when she moved back home with me, my business actually took off at that time because I lived in a condo right on the beach and everyone wanted to be exercising and be outdoors because everything was shut down. So they would hire me and I was so busy over COVID, you know, doing the social distancing, but having classes and doing things outdoors and she would hop in and, and do it. And she really found a lot of benefits um, herself. She's She has also had... Um, you know, anxiety throughout her life and just mm -hmm. typical growing up a young woman in today's world, all the pressure and stress of all of that. And she really found a lot of benefits and relief um, when she would do her own practice. And so she had planned on um, graduating with a degree. Well, she did graduate with a degree in um hospitality and event planning, but because of COVID, there was no hospitality and event planning. So she pivoted and got certified in yoga. She got her certification through the Chopra Center for Meditation. Um, she's a Reiki master. I mean, she's taking it even so much further than I have. So I'm learning what a, a lot gift from that her. is for she's both of you. My greatest teacher, which has yeah. been really cool. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's such a gift to be able to practice together, I think, and share that with each other. Oh, for sure. And to just watch her come into her own and blossom. And um, she lives in Boston now, and she's just slaying it up there, doing amazing. And just recently enrolled in the IIN course. So she's going to take her um, practice, you know, also in addition to the physical practice of yoga and, and also the meditation, but now do some coaching, um, which I think will be great. And she'll be great at for her age. The, her that generation is. needs it. They do. They certainly do. Um, we'll be right back with, um, after a short break, we'll get back and we'll talk about your um, relationship with uh, Dr. Deepak Chopra and how meditation okay. has helped so much. We'll be right back. Thank you. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Ignited Goddess offers a professional and personalized eight-week radiant health course designed for women. This online course consists of custom-designed modules based on the principles of Ayurveda and yoga with an emphasis on mind, body, and soul to support well-being and a healthy lifestyle. Clients are rewarded with a renewed sense of beauty and life-changing results. Participants in the course meet twice a week online in a group environment. The program starts with personal, one-on-one, -on -one individual consultation with each client. Each weekly course offers creative building blocks to strengthen a healthy foundation 
towards better health and well-being. For more information on Ignited Goddess and details regarding the Radiant Health Course, visit ignitedgoddess.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Ignited Goddess with Christine Duraki. Have a question for Christine or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Ignited Goddess Show. I'm your host, Christine Duraki. And before we get back to our guest, Pam Butler, let's take our Ignited Awareness pause. So unless you're driving, go ahead and close your eyes, and then you can just start tapping on the center of your forehead. Start to breathe in to the count of four, and breathe out for the count of four. And just continue with that breath, breathing in for the count of four, and breathing out for the count of four. And start to notice what the feedback in your body is giving you right now in this moment. You can take this pause periodically throughout the day to see what that natural feedback your body gives you. And now back to Pam. Thanks, Pam, for being here. Um, (laughs) That was a nice uh, break. Thank you. Oh, good. Thank you for doing it. Um, so I, I did go to the Deepak Chopra Center and I really love him. I, one of my favorite books is, uh, the book of secrets by Deepak Chopra. And, um, when I went, I listened to him speak. I listened to, um, I think it was Eckhart Tolle, the power of now. And it was kind of my first stop of, of going on this journey of yoga and everything, and I love that, you know, you're, you're friends with him and that you learned meditation from him. Did you learn um, that the, the meditation type of, it, I think it's called transcendental? Is that the type of meditation right. that you do? So, no, it's, a, um, it's kind of a lineage from the transcendental meditation that he teaches. Mm-hmm. So he teaches um, primordial sound meditation. And mm-hmm. it's the same concept where you're given a mantra, like a personal mantra, and you use that mantra for your practice. So the primordial sound meditation, the mantra comes, um, it's a vibrational sound that was occurring at the time of birth, the time that you went from the unmanifested to the manifested. So it's based on the day you were born, the time you were born, and the place you were born. And there was like a vibrational sound at that time. And that's the mantra that you're given. Um, And that's the way that I meditate. So it's... um, it's very, it's basically kind of the same thing as TM, but just a little bit different with how you get your mantra. Okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. I I don't know anything about that. I do do mantra meditation, but I didn't know about that specific sound at birth. That is mm-hmm. a very fascinating thing to me. I, I'm going to have to read more about that. I love it. <laughs> um, so... 
there's so many benefits to meditation. And some of the things I'm sure people know, you know, they, they think, oh, it's very relaxing um, and helps with anxiety. Like you said, you were taking a medication and actually your body was responding and, and detoxing. That's something that I don't think that people think about, but they can work in conjunction together as well. Do you think that or no? The what med medication and meditation? Yeah. Oh, for sure they can work. Sure, right? they can work well together. Yeah. 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 Um, but some of the things that people might not know, can we discuss some of the benefits of meditation that people might not know about? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, in today's modern world, there's so much conversation around stress and mm -hmm. how stress affects your physical and mental um, body. And I'd say 90% of all diseases stem from stress and inflammation. The stress creates inflammation in your body. So, you know, I'm sure you've heard the term, your body's its own pharmacy. So when I was describing, when I was doing the meditation, um, when I first learned it, I was doing it twice a day every day for 30 minutes at a time. I tell people now, like, if I were to tell someone that that's new to meditation, they would be like, oh, no, I can't do that. You know, that's just yeah. too much time. It's yeah, it's overwhelming. So I'd like to tell people to set themselves up to win and start even with just five minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And I think if you start with five minutes a day, you'll begin to notice the difference that you feel. Um, and you'll want to increase it. So, you know, I think some of the most profound benefits certainly is how the brain can release those chemicals, right? The happy hormones. That's how you use your body as its own pharmacy. It helps to give you that pause, right? We can be so reactive nowadays, um, running around, whether it's sitting in a traffic jam or you're on the phone and you're getting in a heated discussion. It, it allows you to take that pause. So but that being said, it's something that you have to do every day and, and that it becomes a part of your physiology and your brain is like a muscle in your body, right? When you first go to a gym and you want to learn how to lift weights, you start with a two pound weight, you graduate to a five pound weight, a 10 pound weight, right? And you can increase in, in the weight the more that you practice. Or when you learn to ride a bike, you know, you have to start with the tricycle, you start with training wheels, then you take them off and, and you progress until you can ride the two-wheel bike. Same thing with meditation. It just it it's learning how to sit with yourself. And that can be so uncomfortable for people because we're so used to distracting ourselves. We get to a stoplight, we pick up our phone, check if we have any messages, or we're at the doctor's office, you have the TV on, you have your phone, you maybe you brought your computer. We're always constantly burning and churning in our bodies and our minds. So when you first learn to sit quietly, it can be overwhelming because a lot of emotion might come up, a lot of chaos, a lot of thoughts will come up. And it's just learning to sit there and say, okay, 
these are basically just thoughts. I don't have to own them. I don't have to attach myself to them. I can let them just float by. Like I let the clouds in the sky float by, or I let the traffic go by me. If I'm standing on the curb, I don't go step into the traffic. I stand on the side and observe it. So it's kind of the same thing with our thoughts is learning how to observe. And it can also bring a lot of clarity if you're in a situation maybe where you want to change jobs or, you know, you're in a relationship you're not sure about. Think about if I if I had a snow globe and I shook that snow globe up, right, and all the snow was swirling around and you can't see the figurine in the snow globe. But if I were to set the snow globe down and let it just sit for 30 seconds or a minute, all that snow will settle down to the ground and the snow globe gets clear and you can see the figurine. So it, That's it a allows, us analogy. Let, mm-hmm. <laughs> allows us to just kind of settle down and get a little bit more clear on things. Yeah, so those we are so just much, a few of the little benefits. Yeah, we have so much uh, wisdom inside of us, but sometimes we can't think clearly. Um I love that analogy of the snow globe. I think that's a really good one. Uh, and the benefits yeah, are cumulative, I mean, you know, like people well, need to they know are. that. It's not like, you know, everyone's so used to the magic bullet and okay, give me, give me the top three things I can do in under 30 seconds. I mean, it, listen, we're, we're works in progress and it, it takes years of accumulation of stress and trauma and bad experiences and all that to build up in our bodies. So it's going to take some time to kind of unwind and rewind from all of that. So it is cumulative. Again, I'll use another analogy. You dive into a swimming pool and you dive down to the bottom of the pool. And that's where it's so quiet and so still and so magical. When you come back out of the pool and you get out and you walk away, you still have the water on you. You have the residue of the water on you. So you're walking away with that with that water that you dove deep down into and you're carrying that with you into your day. It's the same thing with meditation. Every time you dive down into it every time you get deep with it you come out of it and you carry that into your day um Mm -hmm. and it just it it takes time like it like a t-shirt if you're going to tie-dye a t-shirt you dip it in it's a white shirt you dip it in and it's got yellow on it it'll come out a pale yellow you dip it in again a little deeper yellow dip it in again it becomes a deeper yellow so every time you dip in it, it get gets more. into the fabric and you get mm-hmm. more of it. So it's kind of the same thing with, with meditation. Yeah. And I, I think it also, I was having a conversation with somebody about, um, you know, having a glass of wine. I really enjoy having a glass of wine, but I don't ever want to get drunk anymore. I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to feel like I'm out of control or a mess. I, I, I hate that feeling. And they said to me, they're like, I I said, I feel like there's so many people that just drink or they have like things like want to distract, like what you just said. They're wanting to avoid feelings that they have. They don't want to really feel all the things that they're feeling. And the person said to me, they're like, well, that's because you meditate. And I do. I feel like meditation, if I don't meditate, I I feel out of sorts. I I can feel angry so much qu- quicker. I can 
I don't do that pause. I don't say, hmm, okay, I'm not going to react. I think there's so much goodness that comes with meditation. I, I, I just can't say enough good things about it. So I want to make sure our listeners know that it can probably be the number one thing that can change your life. Like, and it doesn't oh, cost sure. anything. Yeah. That, well, that's what I say. The good news is it's free, but the bad mm -hmm. news is it's free. Right. So yeah. by that, I mean, you know, when you, when you join a gym or you sign up for a yoga class, you're putting the, the $20 a class in there, whatever it is. So you're kind of held accountable to it. Or you text a girlfriend, hey, meet me at this class at this time. So you're held accountable to it. With meditation, because you can do it anytime, anywhere, you don't have that accountability. Mm -hmm. But what I suggest doing is set a timer in your um, calendar, like you do a meeting. So I say, set a, set an appointment with the CEO, right? You're the CEO of yourself. So mm -hmm. at four o'clock every day, I have a meeting with the CEO and you put that in your calendar and you hold yourself accountable to it. I mean, that's just yeah. one of a couple of ways I try to help people to, you know, maintain a steady practice. Yeah, that's great. That's a great um, advice. Also, what do you think about meditating with your partner? Oh, absolutely. It's right. It's absolutely, it can be a family, a family affair to do it. And and I work with kids and um, I have a few tips that I try to help kids be able to learn how to do it as well. And I think it's great to do together. Oh, good. Okay. So after the short break, we're going to hear about those tips to help okay. with your children too. All right. We'll be okay. right back. Thanks so much for listening. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Ignited Goddess offers a professional and personalized eight-week Radiant Health course designed for women. This online course consists of custom-designed modules based on the principles of Ayurveda and yoga, with an emphasis on mind, body, and soul to support well-being and a healthy lifestyle. Clients are rewarded with a renewed sense of beauty and life-changing results. Participants in the course meet twice a week online in a group environment. The program starts with personal, one-on-one -on -one individual consultation with each client. Each weekly course offers creative building blocks to strengthen a healthy foundation towards better health and well-being. For more information on Ignited Goddess and details regarding the Radiant Health course, visit ignitedgoddess.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Ignited Goddess with Christine Duraki. Have a question for Christine or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Ignited Goddess Show. I am your host, Christine Duraki, and we have Pam Butler talking about meditation and all the benefits, especially, um, and not especially, but even for children. So what would be some tips for your children to meditate? How could so we get like them to meditate? Yeah, so I think doing it as a family is definitely a great, way to start right children are sponges and whatever we do as parents they tend to mimic that so if they see us doing it then they're inclined to do it so 
I mean, the great thing about meditation and, and the internet right now is there's not a one size fits all, right? Just like yoga. There's so many different styles of yoga now. There's so many different styles of meditation. And I really try to encourage people to Google and just search around for different types of meditation, whether it's like a guided meditation, a visualization meditation, mantra meditation, which is what we had talked about earlier. There's mm -hmm. breathing meditation. So what feels good for me might not feel good to you so or, or someone else. So just being able to research a little bit. There's so many great apps um, that we can download on our phone. The one that I I've used for years is called Insight Timer. And mm -hmm. I love Insight Timer. It's free. And it has it has a whole menu of different meditations that you can that you can use um, for sleep, for anxiety, for stress, you know, just all different kinds for children. Um, so that's one tool that I think is great for kids. Also, it's, you know, maybe set the timer and, and have them start with a minute and give them a word to um, repeat or a phrase. They can even repeat their name. One way that I teach uh, mantra meditation is to have people say to themselves, I am, and then their full name. So I am PM Butler. So sitting quietly for one or two minutes, just constantly kind of softly repeating to myself, I am PM Butler. And, and what that does by focusing on that, it, it really gets you out of your head and your thoughts and gives, gives that monkey mind, the chatter of the monkeys in your mind, a job. Their job mm -hmm. now is to just silently repeat, I am, I am. Um, also with kids, I like to use a mantra and a mudra. So taking your hand, take your thumb and your pointer finger and say peace, mm. middle finger and thumb begins, ring finger and thumb with pinky and thumb me. So peace begins with me. Peace oh, begins so nice. with me. And it's great because they can do it in bed at night if they're having a hard time settling down. They can do it at school. I say, put your hands under your desk. I mean, I've even taught that to like a group of attorneys. You know, if you're stressed mm -hmm. out at work, put your hand under the table and just do the peace begins with me. Peace begins with me. And you'll you'll see by by combining the mudra with the mantra, it just again gives you a job and distracts you from whatever it is that's stressing you out at the time. Um, I think another thing that's nice to do with kids is have a gratitude jar. So maybe mm. set up a jar in your, in your kitchen and have little pieces of paper. And every day when they come home from school or before they go to bed, write down one or two things that they were grateful for that day, put it in the jar. And then at the end of the week, or the end of the month, you can sit down as a family and pull out the little pieces of paper and read together, um, you know, what they're grateful for and realizing, again, the cumulative effect of mm -hmm. the good things, the wins that they had that day, the wins that they had that week, and then maybe have some sort of celebratory ritual with that, you know, they mm -hmm. get to eat a special treat, or they get to go do something special. Um, once you, you do that together. So those are kind of some fun things to do with kids. Those are fun things. I love them. We, we tend to forget our wins. So I like that to put the wins in the jar. We seem to, always, yeah. I, I, at least I find that my kids 
will focus on the more like, oh, this happened, but then they can forget the good thing. So focusing on well, the win I think is as, so good. Yeah, I think as human beings, we tend to do that, right? We always mm -hmm. tend to focus on what's going wrong in our lives as opposed to what's going right. And I, I kind of hate the term, you know, just be positive or think positive because that can kind of seem inauthentic at times or forceful mm -hmm. at times. But if you can kind of go in the back door and just say, okay, what am I grateful for today? Or, mm -hmm. you know, what went well for me today? It, it does allow you to kind of come into a more positive mind space and remind yourself of the many blessings you have or something that did go right for you. So, mm -hmm. you know, kind of ditch the term, think positive and kind of, you know, what can I be grateful for? And then, yeah. you know, I also like to add, tell yourself one amazing thing about yourself, right? What, what badass thing, you know, can you say about yourself right now? Because we're so used to beating ourselves up and again, finding the things that are wrong as opposed to the things that are right. Mm -hmm. So I like to, I like to do that in my classes um, with my students, you know, at the end in Shavasana, talk about, you know, think about something you're grateful for and then mm -hmm. say something really kind to yourself. Yeah, that is how I end mind classes too. I in when we're lying on our side, I always tell everyone to look into their heart and say something really nice to yourself because mm -hmm. sometimes we that. don't we don't really say nice things to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It makes no sense at all. It doesn't. <laughs> but we're going to do it now. Right. So, I know, you know, I can feel your passion through the radio. And I feel like you're very health conscious and medi meditation and living just healthy. But is there something else that you're passionate about that we haven't touched on? Well, I am. I am very passionate. I think, you know, as I've um, begun advancing in age myself, I just turned 60 in November. So, um, you know, kind of having a life full of experiences combined with, um, you know, physical things that happen as you age, um, things that are kind of beyond our control. I have a cast on my hand. I recently had hand surgery from degenerative arthritis, and that's not something I could control. Um, right. It's a genetic condition. So um, because now I'm predisposed to having that osteoarthritis, it can manifest in other parts of my body. So I've gotten very passionate about biohacking mm. um, and really have learned a lot about how there are some ways to hack things. I think my my biggest two, uh, top three would be A, sunlight. So every morning I get up and I go outside. I'm fortunate enough to live in Florida. So mm -hmm. I can go outside and get that sunshine all year round. Um, but going out first thing in the morning, just for five or 10 minutes, even if it's cold, even if it's cloudy, but just not having sunglasses on and getting that natural light um, in your eyes helps to uh, reset your circadian rhythm. That's your sleep mm -hmm. rhythm. And it also, again, releases all the good, um, happy hormones in your system. And then at night, you know, shutting down the light, I um, have red light 
glasses. So that cuts out all the junk light, whether I'm on my phone. I mean, I pretty much put my phone down at nine o'clock at night and put it on do not disturb. (laughs) And I don't, I try not to look at it first Mm -hmm. thing in the morning. Um, But if I'm watching TV, I do put on my red light glasses and that is a huge help too, to just cut out that, that junk light at night. Again, helping to set your circadian rhythm, tell your body, okay, it's getting dark. It's time to slow down and shut things down. So natural light is a big thing. Cutting out junk junk light is a big thing. Um, infrared. Before you go to the before you go to the next yeah. thing, what they're called red light glasses. Yeah. So there's um, Dave Asprey, who is like one of the mm-hmm. the big biohacker guys. He has a company. I think it's called like True Light. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can go on his his Instagram page and look up. He's got his own line of glasses, which are the ones that I use. So okay. at night, they have a red lens. During the day, you have a yellow lens. Even when it's mm. daytime and you you spend a lot of time on your screen, you're, you're getting all that junk light and it's jacking up your brain. Mm. Um, so, and I think they're great for kids to have also like, I recommend them to my friends, kids or grandkids to get them started at night um, with those red lens glasses um, because, you know, kids are on their iPads, they're on their computers, you know, there's no such thing as school books anymore. Everything's on a laptop iPad and it just really, it wreaks havoc on your, on your nervous system and on your brain. So the more that you can do to kind of temper that, um, the better. So I highly recommend looking into that and getting a decent brand. Um, okay. I'm going to do that. that. I haven't heard of those. So yeah. Okay. So your second one you were saying is so the, the infrared sauna. Um, okay. you can see behind me, I have my infrared sauna. Um, mm-hmm. that is really great for healing, for inflammation. Um, when I had my surgery for the scar, I, had, I did the same surgery on my other hand. So the red light and the infrared um, really helps to penetrate deep into your cells. Um, and it's just a great way to sweat and detox. Um, and it's different from the traditional hot sauna. Um, infrared, it doesn't get as hot, and, but it penetrates deeper into your cells. So that's another um, recommendation I have. And then the third thing, which I would say probably right now is my most favorite, is a cold plunge or Uh cold bath. Um, So getting into cold water um, is, again, mental health wise, first off, there's a discipline to it, because who wants to jump into full body immersion (laughs) of cold water, particularly those that live in Florida, like where we thrive in heat. Um, But that discipline of doing that every day, that commitment of doing that every day, showing up for yourself um, and committing to three or four minutes is amazing. My body has never felt better. I've had back issues. You know, I have, again, the the inflammation arthritis in my body, but the cold plunge has helped tremendously. And, you know, not everybody can have a cold plunge in their backyard. I mean, I've seen there's guys on Instagram, they have like a big trough that they fill up with water and ice. I mean, there's so many different ways you can do it. They sell them at Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so it doesn't, not everything has to be super expensive. Um, even just taking 30 seconds of a cold shower, like as cold a temperature as you can stand. Even just putting it underneath your armpit, right? 
Like that's well, like the, and I, one I of the tell best people like get a get a bowl and like a lot of you know my peers now have issues with their hands. So dip your hands mm. in the cold water, put your face in the cold water. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can do it, but that cold immersion is really really cool and really yeah. beneficial. So the biohacking, I would say, is a kind of a newer passion of mine. I love that. Those are great. I just did the face mm-hmm. one. That was all I've yeah. done so far. And in the summertime, <laughs> like under my arms, that's it. I, okay. I want to do the full immersion, but. It's amazing. Um, it's so hard, but, and it yeah. doesn't get easier. I'm probably on a dip out day 60. Okay. Um, maybe 70. And every day and you do it? Easier. Every day that I'm home, I do it. Yeah. All right. I have, yeah, I made that commitment to myself. Very good. Good for you. All right. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Ignited Goddess offers a professional and personalized eight-week radiant health course designed for women. This online course consists of custom design modules based on the principles of Ayurveda and yoga with an emphasis on mind, body, and soul to support well-being and a healthy lifestyle. Clients are rewarded with a renewed sense of beauty and life-changing results. Participants in the course meet twice a week online in a group environment. The program starts with personal, one-on-one individual consultation with each client. Each weekly course offers creative building blocks to strengthen a healthy foundation towards better health and well-being. For more information on Ignited Goddess and details regarding the Radiant Health Course, visit ignitedgoddess.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Ignited Goddess with Christine Duraki. Have a question for Christine or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Ignited Goddess Show. I am your host, Christine Draki, and we have Pam Butler. Pam, how can our guests get in touch with you? So my website is pambutlerwellness.com and you can log on the website and there is space there to send me a note um, or leave your email address. And also on Instagram, I'm pambutlerwellness. So another space where um, you can drop me a note and reach out. So I would say either the website pambutlerwellness.com or my Instagram pambutlerwellness. Wonderful. And I wanted to ask you this question. What would you tell your younger self? Hmm. (laughs) I think, um, well, right now I'm wearing, a friend of mine made me um, affirmation bracelets. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the beginning of a year is always a good time to set a word or have words as your intention for the year. So my two words that I chose, my bracelets say acceptance. And the Mm -hmm. acceptance um, is for me, accepting life where it is, accepting um, circumstances and conditions. So my recent hand surgeries definitely have been 
um, trying for me because I am very physical. I, you know, I, I love yoga. I love golf. Um, everything I do uses my hands. So being in timeout for basically a year um, is challenging, but it's fixable and I'll get through it, but I have to accept it. Mm-hmm. So acceptance, um, I think I would definitely tell my younger self to, um, you know, really try to apply that in life because the more we try to control situations, the less control we realize we have <laughs> and just really accepting things for the way that they are. Um, I think a big thing that I try to talk to my daughter about is um, and it's kind of the same line as acceptance is trust, right? So trusting that the universe has a plan for us, trusting that the universe has our back, trusting that the universe is going to put us in places, um, sometimes places that are not good for us, but those not good situations can be our greatest teachers and our greatest lessons. Um, So, you know, whether it's with job or in a relationship, um, again, not trying to force something, but just allowing the flow and the grace and that the universe is going to provide Um, one door closes another one opens it sounds so trite but it really is so true Um, and sometimes when those doors slam hard they hurt the most but usually the greatest gift um, comes out from that Mm -hmm. and then the other bracelet that i have on so another word i would talk to my younger self about would be boundaries Um, I've just really pretty much recently, I mean, I would say starting during COVID and since then really learned a lot more about boundaries and how to set them, um, particularly for myself. And when you do this kind of work, you know, you're giving a lot of yourself, you're giving a lot of your energy, you're giving a lot of your heart, your soul, you bear a lot, you know, I'm very open with my story with my past. Um, Mm -hmm. I've had anything but a straight line in life. My life has been (laughs) all up and down and I have to, you know, I've learned how to embrace that um, because I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I didn't have all those ups and downs and twists and turns. Right. Um, So I'm sure you also started small, like I'm sure you didn't all of a sudden just start doing these things. It's like a small practice, right? Well, I think, yeah, the first the first part is just having the awareness. So, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe asking yourself, what are your words? What are your whys? Right. Mm -hmm. When I start a class, right, we we set our intention and I I say the intention can be a word or a phrase or why you even showed up, Mm -hmm. Um, because each day we need something different. It could be physical. It could be spiritual. It could be. Um, you know, anything. So kind of what is your why and living a little more intentional with that. Um, so absolutely starting, starting slow and starting small. And it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense overnight either. It, right. it really is through those life lessons that things start to make more sense. But that's where the trust, that's where the acceptance come into play. And and the more you can learn that at an early age. And again, my daughter's 26 and she she does pretty well at it because that's just the, the language that we we use. Mm-hmm. She had a situation last week with work, you know, well, 
what about what about this studio versus this studio? And I said, you have to let go of control. And whichever studio you're supposed to be at is the one that's going to, you know, open the door to you. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the way I've tried to work with her, um, you know, in accepting things. Yeah. And I think it's when I say small, I think it's believing like if you are running late, there's a reason like maybe it's because, you know, it's preventing you from having an accident or if you're stopped at a red light when you need to really want to go faster, believe that there's a reason why you're being stopped. So when I when I say small, it's just starting to believe that mindset because so it acceptance in itself is so huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I don't know, at least for me, I, I, when I first started, it was too hard of a concept to like, just be like, okay, I'm going to accept this. But if I, if I started small, it was much easier to progress and then believe in those, in those bigger things that are always going to come into life somehow or other. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's a good way to look at it. It was such a pleasure having you. I'm so happy I got to meet you and chat with you today. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If you have any questions. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Yeah. it was great. I I think we share a lot of um, similarities with our beliefs and our teaching. And, um, you know, the more that we can put this work out into the world, I think, the better the world will be. Um, Mm -hmm. I always like to say, be the change you wish to see in the world. And the work isn't only the physical part of yoga or the time that we're in meditation, but it's what we do with it once we step out of our practice and into the rest of our day. So how can we share that energy and and those beliefs with the people that are around us? You know, we're Mm -hmm. all energetically connected. So it's important to show up for people. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Until next week, lots of love. Breathe it in. Breathe it out. Let it in to your mind, your body, and your soul. Thanks again. I'll talk to you soon. And thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Ignited Goddess. We hope you've learned a lot. Join us next week for another informative and empowering episode.